At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Welcome to the law firm of Davis and Davis. We're not a real law firm. Go ahead, grab a beer, a glass of wine, sit back and listen. My number one, it's here in America. Did you happen to see the slide already? I did not. Okay. Take a guess what you think my number one park is. I, I, I don't know of any other parks, uh, honestly, so I have no clue. All right. Let's see here. Choose virtual background. None. Uh, don't go anywhere. Okay. Because, you know, our listeners love watching this technical shit that you're you doing. Know, when we become rich and famous and can afford a whole bunch of web space, <laughs> they'll get to see the videos. <laughs> Does this give you a hint? Uh, That picture is super tiny, but it looks a lot like Harry Potter. Oh, shit. Fuck, why did I even think about that park? Holy crap. Let's see here. Another Florida park. Number one, Orlando, Florida. Gryffindorf, look, she's even wearing my shirt. Um, I, I'm actually going to put two parks into one because there are two parks here. Well, um, isn't that a section inside of another park, basically? Well, the section that the photo is of is inside of Universal Studios, Florida, okay. uh, which is a part of the universal orlando resort the second part of the harry potter wizarding world is in universal islands of adventure okay um i i'm basically going to combine these two parks because if i when i go to this park i'm going to spend one day here and one day over islands but 
I am probably the hugest Harry Potter fan in their fifties. I'm I'm up there with you, dude. Uh, and the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, which is in the Universal Islands of Adventure section, has the most incredible roller coaster ever made. Uh, multiple multi-launch coaster Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure, which is an Intamin coaster. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Intamin was a company who used to work with Cedar Point a lot until they flecked up a roller coaster. And, um, and we never saw them again there. But this place literally has a replica of Hogsmeade. Ooh. I know, that excites me. Butterbeer. You go back into Universal Orlando, uh, Universal Studios, and you've got Gringotts. You've got uh, all of Diagon Alley there. So uh, it's Universal Studios became a huge favorite of mine back in 1992 when I was in Orlando at boot camp. Oh. At, the, at the end of boot camp... They, they give you the chance to go out into the world, <laughs> into the real world, and have fun for a night before you do your final tests and graduation. And so uh, I went to a place called Wet and Wild Water Park, and then we went to... Where, where was it? We went to uh, uh, the Knights place. Um, oh, like the, the round where they have the jousting and shit like that and dinner. Yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. Um, God, there's even one. There's even one here, and I I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> Anyways, we we went there. I did my graduation. Then my mom came down for graduation. And we we decided to go to or. Uh, uh, Universal Studios for for our um, uh, what would you call it fun night out before I had to actually ship out <laughs> um, <clears throat> and it was it was a blast dude I had the best time they they had just put in the the back to the future ride oh nice so I was like oh my gosh this place is so freaking awesome um, but as time has gone on, it's gotten better. Now we've got, I mean, Harry Potter is probably the only book series that I have read every book. Read the book. I don't read. <laughs> yeah, I was actually reading them. Like I, what, what, I watched the first movie or two. And then started reading the book, so I was like always ahead of the movies. But yeah, no, I get it. It's a uh, uh, now here's uh, here's a little blurb from from them. In addition to the theme park aspect, early designs focused on providing guests with a behind the scenes look at film and television. And to me, that's kind of important. 
I think people need to see how the entertainment industry actually works. Um, the other thing that really got me into Universal Studios was the the high theming. It, it was a lot like it was a lot like Disney, which incorporates a lot of what I do for a living: time coding, lighting, and special, special effects, effects and yeah. different stuff like that. Um, just absolutely uh, uh, involves every aspect of the entertainment industry. Now, here, here, I am about to blow your mind. How much <laughs> money would you spend to build a roller coaster? Just one? Yeah, just one roller coaster. I mean, if I wanted to build the ultimate roller coaster. Sure. I could spend 50 mil probably. Hagrid's cost $300 million. Jesus Christ. It is the longest roller coaster in Florida at 5,053 feet. That's a small park. And holds a record breaking seven launches. Wow. Is that all induction or is that mechanical? It's it's magnetic induction. Um, the amount of electricity used <laughs> It's probably a small city. <laughs> on this roller coaster could light New York City for a year. <laughs> or a large city. <laughs> Jesus. God damn. Absolutely. The whole Harry Potter aspect of it is, um, is my thing though. I, I, I love Harry Potter. Yeah. I can't believe I missed that. Holy crap. I don't know what house you're from. I believe I am Ravenclaw. If I'm not mistaken, that would make sense. You're a pussy. I'm smarter (laughs) than you. I'm just, I'm just a Gryffindor. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. Wait, did you just say that you were smarter than me? That would be Ravenclaw, yeah. God, oh God, whatever. <laughs> All right, so what's your number one? I'd see your point. I mean, come on. It, it's been so damn long since I've been there. They've changed probably a dozen coasters or better. There's coasters that I've never been on that I want to try out. And we're going to jam out again. No, go ahead. Okay. Uh, I, I accidentally hit play, apparently, and that's <laughs> that's going to be my outro music. For uh, okay. Second. All right. So, yeah, opened in 1870. Uh, it is considered the second oldest operating amusement park in the United States behind Lake Compounds, which I've never heard of in my life. Never heard of it. Yeah. Um, garnered affectionate nickname of Disneyland of the Midwest. Uh, it is most visited seasonal amusement park in America. Seasonal, um, Disney parks, five million people. Yeah, yeah it, it, it outperforms you know some of the Disney parks, Knott's Berry Farm, Universal Orlando, which are open all year round. Uh, stands as the second oldest amusement park. Started as a much different form back in 1870. German immigrant. Named Louis Zietzel 
open Cedar Point as a public bathing beach. Uh, ferried passengers from Sandusky to Cedar Point for a fee of 25 cents per person. Mm-hmm. He then built a beer garden with a dance floor. And as the years went on and more people started visiting, um, he included eight bathhouses, a new dance hall, more docks to accommodate the ever-going influx of visitors. Um, nowadays, Steel Vengeance uh, debuted in 2018. It's a monolith with a ride duration spanning 2 minutes 30 seconds. Is the longest, tallest, and sp- Speediest coaster of its kind, which broke an astounding 15 world records. Um, it's the tallest hybrid wooden steel coaster, the fastest hybrid, and the steepest and longest drop of a hybrid. It also features the most airtime um, with 27.2 seconds. Jesus, you have 30 seconds of weightlessness? God damn. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Labyrinth. Is that how you spell that or pronounce that? Labyrinth. Valraven. Valraven broke uh, slew of records. Ten, uh, in fact, uh, theme-based mythological Danish bird. Bird's eye view of the park, 214 feet tall, can reach speeds of 75 miles an hour. There's a 90-degree initial free fall. That's straight effing down. Uh, three inversions on that ride. Uh, the Midway Carousel is, at the front of the park is one of two known remaining Mueller carousels in the entire world. Uh, the other one's in Queens, New York. Um, there are seven sites around the park listed as National Registry of Historic Places. Uh, the carousel, the park's two other carousels are on that list. As, long, as well as the Lighthouse, the Coliseum Building, and the Great American Racing Derby. That's actually kind of a cool little ride to get on. Um, that's all breakers. I, I think Chris, Kristen had a shit attack when we rode Cedar Downs Racing Derby. <laughs> because if, if you've not been to Cedar Point, Cedar Downs is a carousel. But it is a high-speed carousel, and they it is themed after racing mm-hmm. horses. Um, Each horse is on an individual track, and you race around. Yeah, it's it's cool. There is there is no pole to grab onto. You hold onto the reins and pray you don't fall off, <laughs> because the thing is so freaking fast. <laughs> I mean, even I was like, holy crap, I don't remember it being this fast. Um, but uh, yes, that was uh, I, before you moved on uh, the whole national registry thing. Uh, there were, I think, seven places on Cedar Point, seven or eight mm-hmm. that were considered historic uh, uh, landmarks, yeah, landmarks, including the best hotel in the world to stay at the hotel breakers mm-hmm. the hotel breakers was taken off though in let me see here i think it was it was taken off the registry in october of 1982 huh. due to the fact of exp- 
expansion on the building. Oh, that's kind of a loophole, but whatever. And you were right. All three Cedar Point carousels are listed on the National Registry. Yeah. In what there were four until one was taken away. Oh, sad. So this park has gotten the Golden Ticket Award for Best Amusement Parks in the World for a record-breaking 16 consecutive years between 1997 and 2013. Let's Mm -hmm. back that up one more time and say 16 consecutive years as the number one park in the world. Uh, It has won Golden Tickets Awards for categories as Best New Rides, Best Steel Coasters, Friendliest Staff, and Best Capacity. Uh, It received a Golden Ticket Award for Millennium Force. Uh, Mm. Millennium Force was named the best roller coaster uh, for like three years in a row. And then, then it lost its title for one year. And it got the title back the next year. <laughs> they didn't do anything. They didn't change it. Um, I, I will. Uh, have you ridden that yet? Which one? Millennium Force. Yes, I have ridden that one. It is. Yeah, it is one of the best you, coasters I've ever been on in my life. Were you a chunky monkey when you rode it? Mm, 200 plus pounds at the time. Yeah. All right. I was 250. It took three Cedar Point employees to push on my belly. (laughs) To click you in. To click me in. Kristen, who was sitting next to me the entire time going, oh, just do the walk of shame. (laughs) Get out. Now, I, anyone who knows me knows that there's there's certain things that are a little bit weird about me. Like I'm in a job that you have to go up wicked high and stuff to focus lights and all that. I'm afraid of heights. Great Nobody know, not not many people know that. How in the hell I do my job? I don't know. <laughs> um, so we, we went to ride Millennium Force. And I knew that the left seat did not have a handrail (laughs) on the track. It was just open. So if you looked out, you were literally looking out open air to the ground. I think you can see parts of Canada from that ride, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, If it hadn't been so downcast, I'm sure that we, we... or overcast, I, I, I'm sure that we would have. Anyways, me knowing that actually made Kristen ride on the left side of the car. <laughs> so I finally get strapped in. And because I'm a chunky monkey, I'm all worried about this, the seatbelt coming undone. You know, geez. Well, actually, I think the first thing that bothered me was uh, I was worried that I wasn't going to be able to undo the seatbelt once they got it. 
<laughs> get back and you're stuck there for another hour. That's good. <laughs> so, so anyway, we're going up the lift hill, and and I was like, okay, um, there's this box between your legs, and I don't know what that is all about. It's some breaking system. Who knows? Something like that. Um, well, I'm so scared about the seatbelt coming undone because I'm so fat and falling out of this thing that I, I am literally squeezing my knees against this box that's between them. <laughs> like that. I mean, this thing goes 92 miles an hour. Like, like your knees are going to save you. <laughs> that's really going to save you, Scott. So we, we head down the first hill. It's a doozy. Fuck. And I look over at, at, at Kristen and I, she's, she's Irish and Finnish. She's already white. That was beyond white, dude. <laughs> it's not a roller coaster on your first ride that you can put your hands straight up in the air. It's <laughs> just not that kind of ride. You're <laughs> grabbed on for dear fucking life on that coaster so i'm used to roller coasters i do them all the time it's that's not a big deal i have grayed out before i've never blacked out oh damn um i did gray out on the first hill um but after that what i was okay what amazed me was the fact that you're doing 92 miles an hour after the first hill I felt like when we were coming into the station, we were still doing about 92 miles an hour. That that ride does not slow down. No. and But in the nice thing is it doesn't beat the hell out of you either. It's so smooth. Yeah. So you get all the fun of the speed, but none of the, like, you know, breaking your neck. It, the, it, the weird thing is, like, their old double loop is a violent coaster. It, it's rough on you. Oh, the like, corkscrew. The corkscrew will fuck you up oh that'll that'll tear your head up man I, we, it's bad we actually we rode the gemini the gemini and, is not tender either uh going into that into that helix at the end i about i about thought i was gonna break my back it was yeah, so rough. rough yeah um but but then i did i did maverick and millennium force and i was like oh these, these are two, nice. These are nice. Um, yeah. As, as Cedar Point, I, I I don't care who you are. That is got to be my my favorite place. Uh, That's one of the best up. amusement parks yeah. out there. Yeah. I, I I didn't put it as number one on my thing because I was I was more this was more in my mind something of places i wanted to go and cedar point i've already been to i i've been there but it was before my oldest daughter went into high school so it's been a long time there's a lot of new coasters new improvements things i want to go back and see again so with that said hey, we have ended the first of three the fuck were we thinking uh, I have no We're going to take a break, everyone. Talk to you soon. Wow. 
Welcome back, everyone. Uh, so, so we just got done with uh, part one of the three-part show from hell. Uh, what? Uh, uh, <laughs> the other two should go a little quicker. Uh, it was theme parks. Yeah, that was it. The next one. The next one is the top vacation destinations to visit before I croak or can't move anymore. I think it was just top 10 places to visit, but okay. Uh, uh. Good enough. Damn, that was shortened the title a whole lot. <laughs> what was your number 10? Well, I've got, fuck, I got five runner-ups? What the hell? Um, Easter Island, Chile. Galapagos, ah. Galapagos Islands. Uh, Redwood National Park. Yeah. Bora Bora in French Polynesia. And New Zealand uh, for locations for Lord of the Rings. Those were my runners-up. Those were your runners-up. Oh, um. And I have, I have switched to a simpler bourbon. As much as I love that last bourbon. Too thick. I, I, yeah, yeah I, I, and I love it. Don't get me wrong, but I just need, I for this particular <laughs> cat, get the fuck out of my cables. Um, I need something a little yeah simpler. <laughs> so back to the Rebel 100 with a splash of ginger. I, I do like the Rebel 100. I, it's good. I, I want to go back to the bullet, though. I was really impressed with that. And, bullet's, anyway. bullet's still my favorite, and it's only $29 a bottle here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so your number 10, oh, uh, well, you, you gave your runners up. Gave my runners up. My number 10, and, and please forgive us, this is a much more visual uh, section of our podcast that is not visual in any way shape or form um, please look up some of these locations so you can kind of see what we're looking at Heck yeah. uh, the tianzi mountains in china if you're not familiar with this area go watch the movie avatar it is the inspiration for the ending scenes from avatar there are all these rock spires all over the place that are hundreds and hundreds of feet high with with trees growing out of you know all sections of these things and lord of the rings would have been glad to have filmed in this area of china but it is just a stunning stunning place in the world that i, I want to see before i die that sounds very interesting uh i have never been there um so I, I, it was not on my list, though. Sorry. All right. That's good. My number one or number 10 is a place I've already been to, but want to go back. <laughs> and that's Oahu, Hawaii. Uh, uh, basically a part. Well, it was a part of French Polynesia um, until it was annexed by the United States during World War II. Uh, yeah, we have a we have issues with that, don't we? Yeah, well, you know what? Everybody needs a nice place to go and hang out. Uh, actually, it was the 
Reciprocity Treaty of 1875. Interesting. So that was actually before World War II. Yeah. Um, the United States Navy proceeded to put uh, a naval base into the um, the islands. Uh, kind of all... ill-fated move, but okay. Well, you know, uh, World, World War II, uh, December 7th, the start of the war happened after Japan attacked. Um, yes. Oh, yeah. Now, uh, one of my notes that was supposed to be on here is not on here. Eh. Uh, but I don't here, have a lot uh, of notes about these places. I have pictures, but not notes. Oh, God, wait a minute. I could share that shit. Hold here, tight. Here, 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 here. You can't share because I'm sharing. Oh, okay. Um, after the attack, Kuala Ranch. Kualoa. Kualoa Ranch. That's what okay. it is. Is a 4,000 acre private nature reserve and working cattle ranch. Mm. It is as well a popular tourist attraction because of it being used as a filming location. Hmm. One of the films filmed there was Jurassic Park. Yes. And, and they were they actually filmed it during a hurricane. And the uh there are still um actual set pieces still there no oh, cool the main gateway is still there i think it was <laughs> and the, the helicopter original, landing pad perhaps no no the original um gateway through the uh through the tyrannosaurus rex ah cool very cool yes so paddock there you go those uh that is i i love oahu it's it's gorgeous. This right here is Waikiki Beach. <laughs> uh, it, Magnum PI, Hawaii Five O. What do you gonna say? That that yeah, I would love. Do you love notice the sh shirt I'm wearing? This it's, is, a, it's a Hawaiian shirt. No, this is the true original Magnum PI Paradise Found Parrot. Wow, shirt. Very nice. Seventy bucks worth every penny loving every second of it <laughs> all right <laughs> my number nine is venice italy Ooh. at parker our purpose is simple we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently by using more sustainable practices by developing better technologies we keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. I have never been there, obviously. I've never been out of the States. I'll take that back. I've been to Mexico. I've been to Canada. I've never been outside of the continental United States. So, But Venice, Italy, I, I want to take a gondola ride. Um, I want to visit the film locations of James Bond and Spider-Man and Indiana Jones. I just think it would be a gorgeous place to go and explore. Don't forget so. the Italian job. Mm, that's true too. Forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh Venice. Okay, I I yeah, yeah, that did not make my top ten. Um, but there are there are reasons for that. I I do want to do like an entire tour of Europe. Yeah. Um including Italy. All right. Anything else from that, that like I said, this is a short list for me. Uh, it's more visual once again than Scott's next is Jamaica. I would also love to go there. Jamaica um, was where I went for my honeymoon. Wow. Yes, when I married Sandy, of all people. Um, well, there is one good thing to come out of that marriage to Sandy, then. Yes, it, my love for Jamaica is uh, has has actually grown. I have been there three times now. Um, I would go back in a heartbeat. Uh, it, it's it's uh, right close to Haiti and the Dominican Republic, and then on yeah, the other side you have Cuba. Yeah, there's a ton of, of gorgeous places out there to visit. Mm-hmm. All right. Do, do you like my... my yeah, yeah, I like your... Yeah. <laughs> my, uh, my standby slide is, is Elon Musk riding a <laughs> Falcon <sad>. 9 <laughs> with the can I, dragon. Can I, can I share a screen with you here? Mm-hmm. Hang on, go ahead. Alrighty then. Antelope Canyon in the USA. If you've never seen it, look it up. You'll instantly recognize it. These gorgeous carved out valleys with, with oranges and reds and violets and, and purples. And uh, it's a slot canyon, uh, American Southwest on the Navajo land, just east of Leachy, Arizona. Ooh. I, I mean, dig that. Yeah, no, it's gorgeous. It is it's stunning. It, 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 it's relatively small compared to, like, you know, some of our other parks. But, yeah, it is just, I mean, you've, if you've, if you see a picture of it, you'll go, oh, God, that place. Hell, yeah. My number eight is Paris, France. Nice uh, pick. 
population of 2,165,000. Wow, it has less people than Dallas. <laughs> Holy crap. Now, there's actually a reason uh, for this. Uh, when I was in elementary school at Heritage Elementary in Medina, Ohio, <laughs> we had a partnership with a town called Noisy Leroy, which is just outside of Paris. Oh. Uh, they would send over kids for a month, and we would send them kids for a month. And and remember, this is during elementary school. Damn. So this is young kids yeah. getting getting to go to this. Well, that's actually in the uh, uh, V-Lines area of of france which is just northeast of of paris and because of us growing up in this this aspect with this with this agreement and all that uh i've always wanted to go back to to france to to see this area here Alonso France du la Patria. You see, we had to we had to learn the French national anthem in elementary school. Um, you you have some. Did, did, uh, did they give you a white flag to wave while you were singing that? <laughs> Sorry, had to take the chance. Uh, <laughs> I'm a dick on bourbon, aren't I? Uh, well, there you go. Let's see here. Uh, besides the culinary aspect of... of oh, man. Area, you um, imagine having a fresh croissant in Paris for breakfast? Oh, oh fuck. <laughs> uh, I, I, when I go to, when I go to um, Las Vegas, I always stay at the Paris Hotel. There's a reason for that. There is a place downstairs that makes fresh chocolate oh chocolate filled croissants well fudge filled croissants so my morning routine is the same every time i go to paris <laughs> it is the chocolate croissant with an espresso mm. or a cappuccino whatever i'm in the mood for yeah um bes besides all that you have the art the art mm -hmm. scene in Paris is incredibly huge. The Louvre. The Louvre. Among other things, yes. Cat, go yes. the fuck away. All right, so what is your number? What are we on? Number seven? seven? <laughs> and this is kind of like ballsies. And the fact that we love to talk about this. Place. It is fuck it, Thailand. Phuket, I love it. Yes. I love it. Uh, Man um, with the Golden Gun was filmed there. Um, it was an island that was one of the major trading routes between India and China. These beautiful columns of stone rising up out of the ocean that you just don't think should exist. Um, and I've watched numerous sailing videos all around Thailand there and everything. And it, it is just some st stunning sunsets. Uh, stunning, you know, the, these mountain passes rise up out of the ocean and just 
it looks just amazing. I would love to go there before I die. Phuket really intrigues me because of all of the food markets, uh, the the street food. Uh, Anthony Bourdain was like the first guy that I watched go to Phuket. And <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh, the food looks incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, he was up until four o'clock in the morning, just eating street food. I was like, <laughs> I am all over this place. Yeah. I, I could totally see that, that, that should have made my list, but it didn't. <laughs> my number seven is a place called Curacao. And oh gosh. Yeah. This is on the North on, on the border of, of South America the north border of South America. Mm-hmm. It is an island. Um, if you, you haven't noticed, you will see a lot of islands in my... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, together with Aruba and Bonaire, it forms the ABC Islands. What? I, I'm, I'm, you, as you well know, I'm well addicted to sailing videos. I think I have... Over 26 subscriptions on YouTube to sailing videos. So Curacao, <laughs> yeah, I've seen a number of videos about Curacao. Yeah, they, they all love that area. That's a, I, I got to write this down as another, another thing that we could do a list of. Um, <laughs> because I'm, I'm right around the same, uh, the, the, that was actually how I started to find out about curacao um let me hit my enter button again because that's the way i am um (laughs) that was how i started to figure out about curacao um but then my my would would she be my cousin their relative Uh, one of my relatives just got married about five years ago five six years ago Mm mm-hmm Relative from the other side, and guess where she got married? Curacao. Oh, that in, bitch in Curacao. So everyone had to travel to Curacao. Oh, that's rough. That's horrible. Um, <laughs> horrible thing. Horrible. Horrible. Oh, the horror. It is such. Uh, I mean, okay, so it's owned by the Dutch, but I, I will. I will say that. That it is a horrible place, so horrible that they made made a uh, a liqueur and named it after the place. Yeah, yeah. Elon on his rocket. Yeah, ride that penis shaped vehicle. All right, all right. I am going to butcher this name. Geranger Fjord in Norway. Oh, that's part of the um. That's part of the, 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 there's a whole, there's a whole inlet of all yeah. of these, these fjords that you can go through up there. Can, I, can I share this with you real quick? You sure. Hang on, man. Because it, yeah, that is something that I would to die for. There we go. There you go. Can you see that? Oh my Lord. Look this at is a that. wide angle, but yeah, just imagine, you know, so look at that. For just a second, you have sheer rock face cliffs, green vegetation, and then on the very top of that snow. That's how tall 
these freaking mountains are. You go from sea level to what is that? Two, 3000 feet elevation. Yeah. And, and you can, you can, you can boat through it. You can take cruises through it. You know, it, it just, just stunning. Now, now you, you are a YouTube fan of, of sailing stuff. Did mm. you, did you see the, the two guys that turned the, um, emergency, uh, escape capsule from a ship, a lifeboat into a rowboat into a, no, it was, it became just a boat, but they mm. went through all of the fjords. Oh, wow. No, I missed Norway. that. One. I missed that. A big, I, I think on YouTube, it was called the big yellow boat or something like that. And, um, they, they literally took a life boat from a huge ship <laughs> and sailed all the way through the fjords. It wow. was gorgeous. I, the videography in it was instinct incredible. I am right there with you. Yeah, I watch uh, Sailing Uma, which is this uh, a guy from Canada and a, a gal from uh, one of the southern... Haiti, I think it was. Yeah, and, and they've been going up and down through uh, Norway. They went to Svalbard, which is like in the Arctic Circle. They're down to Iceland at this point. They're actually heading for warmer waters now. But yeah, sailing through fjords, is it sounds like it's a pain in the ass because the winds are really... Un, you, know, you can't tell where the wind's going to come from from one minute to the next. But yeah, gorgeous, I, gorgeous stuff. I got hooked on sailing Uma when they were in the Caribbean. First yeah. off, first well, off, I got I got hooked on when they were fixing their boat. First off, she is incredibly gorgeous. She's a she's a pretty gal. Um, the thing that got me with her is that she's like four foot nine, four. Yeah, foot yeah, she's 11. like four foot nothing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And, and so when you're watching this video, you're like, wait, that just doesn't look right because her, her boyfriend's like six foot one. <laughs> um, but they, they turned out to be a really great, uh, sailing channel. Oh yeah. And, and it's, and it survived. Like there's a whole bunch of these sailing channels that have not survived. Yeah. N not survived through COVID, not survived through, I mean, they think they're gonna they're gonna do the show and it's gonna make tons of money and all that stuff, and they find out that they're getting ten dollars a month. <laughs> um, but Sailing Uma has survived, and I, you got to give those guys some props because they started when they started out they were broke. I mean, oh these, yeah, they these bought guys, their boat for like three grand mm -hmm. and spent maybe another grand of fixing it up. They um, they, they, they did an electric motor from a. a from a a tow no a, a tow motor yeah you know, it was it, it was a it was literally a a, a forklift yeah yeah, yeah. and uh and then yeah did some major renovations and did some more oh yeah i love <laughs> that channel i mean when i first started watching them they would sail in to anchor and they would sail off of anchor and their batteries were off of boring they, yeah. Well, they uh, when they started, they didn't even use their batteries because they didn't want to waste the electricity. <laughs> I was like, "Damn, yeah. that's that's <laughs> hardcore." <laughs> All right, are you ready? You're, you're next. 
go. It is New Zealand, everyone, and the picture that I used is the actual picture of Hobbiton. The Shire. Um, because this is why I want to go there. Um, there are many, many different things in New, New Zealand to do, mm. but but the Shire is a is is my thing. Now, here's something that here's an interesting fact. Um, after the Lord of the Rings filmed, they actually let this place go to shit. Yes, and they rebuilt it for, for the, the Hobbit. Hobbit. Yeah. And now, they kept it up. Now it is a kept up place that they use for for tourism. Yep. And uh, it it's supposed to be incredible to go see. Um, uh, for anyone that is a Tolkien fan like myself, mm -hmm. I've read every one of his books at least ten times, except it, for the Similarian. <laughs> Silmarillion, okay? <laughs> Silmarillion. Yeah. My father would be having apoplexy right now with the way that you say that. Uh, it's similar to Token, but not exact. <laughs> uh, it, it was my dad's favorite book. I, I had read it before the movies came out years and years ago. Um, and then when I heard the movies were coming out, I went and bought the books and read them again. And it was, I was really pleased with how they, they broke up the books a little bit differently for the movies. Cause it made a lot more sense cinematically. So yeah, uh, yeah, that's absolutely yeah. one of my top five movies of all times. Well, the Hobbiton movie set is almost exactly in the middle of doing uh, New Zealand, God, New England. Um, so you do get the opportunity to look at, at all aspects of new, New Zealand when you come. Oh there. yeah. Um, the mountains, the, yeah, it, it, I think even the, uh, well, you have, the you have Rohirrim. I think, I think they, they, they've kept the set for the Rohirrim, uh, up also, if I'm not mistaken as a tourist attraction. Uh, I'm. I'm not sure. I don't have that written in my thing. Uh, I, I will say that you are uh, close enough to Wellington and Auckland mm -hmm. to where you could see the largest city in New Zealand as well as the capital. Um, what else is there? Uh, all sorts of good stuff. Yeah, there's yeah. all. Yeah, I would totally. I, go it's there. really a great place. Um, uh, New Zealand has territorially claimed Antarctica as theirs, mm. and they also own the Cook Islands. Mm. So, if you are a uh, uh, what do you call it um, fan of snow and survivor, no. if you're a survivor fan, yeah, <laughs> the Cook Islands are there, and if you like snow and ice, you got yeah, Antarctica. Yeah. Next up. All righty, I'm going to share a screen again here. Uh, let me stop my screen. Go ahead. Share the tulip fields of the Netherlands. Holland. With about 12,000 acres of tulips 
uh, has some of the largest open tulip fields in the world. Uh, every year, 7 million flower bulbs will bloom. Now, if you're looking at the picture that we're looking at, not only are there fields and fields and fields of flowers, there are also dozens fields upon fields dozens of fields, fields, fields of windmills, like big ass, and they're out in the ocean along the shore and, and let me tell you i i had no idea how big those those windmills were now we're talking we're not talking about the old school windmills that you no, think you're, of you're talking about the general electric 20 kilowatt yeah the, the beast. wind generators that they have in the states and everything i had one trip to you to um to my grandparents in west virginia i bypassed and took this little off route uh and i was up on this ridge of a mountain and there was a wind generating you know settlement there and these things are fucking monstrous jesus effing christ they are huge and it's like you think they're 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 spinning slow they're not they're going 50 miles an hour and they look like they're barely turning because they're so enormous. So I can't imagine going and seeing that and thousands and thousands of acres of tulips blooming at the same time. So I want to go there. I want to check it out. Mm. <laughs> Turks and Caicos, heck yeah! Turks and Caicos, we're going back, back down. Have you noticed that like three quarters of mine were warm, warm Caribbean <sighs> islands? I'm sensing uh, a theme, and I'm okay with that. Turks and Caicos is a little bit further south than Jamaica or the Bahamas or Puerto Rico or any of those. You're getting into it. The close to the virgin islands i believe down there if i'm not mistaken uh, it is south of the virgin islands okay this is right. a british overseen overseas territory and uh it, it, there's just something about this place that i want to go there because the water you know, is crystal fucking clear it is it is it's amazing. You could snorkel off of any beach um, and just have an absolutely amazing time. And they do have some really beautiful reef systems down there. You got to go find them. But yeah, the, the Turks and Caicos, it, 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 from all the sailing videos that I watch, that's kind of on their top five, if not top three list of places to go and visit because it's just gorgeous. It is right close to uh, an island called Guadalupe, um, which is where one of my favorite uh, uh, murder uh, TV shows oh, okay. <laughs> is, is filmed. And... Um, uh, it's called Death Death in Paradise. Oh, and it, it's just that show turned me on to the laid back, relaxed lifestyle that is going on there. <laughs> um, I 
I do. I, I love Ohio. I love the cold. I love all that stuff. But I'm going to tell you right now, by the time I turn 70, I want to be someplace like Turks and Caicos. Mm-hmm. All right. Number four, buddy. Oh, hey. Uh, Yosemite Valley, USA. Do you have a pick? Let me try and share that crap. Hold on, please. So you've got some big-ass redwoods. You've got some waterfalls that at a oh, certain Capitan. time. Oh, God, yeah. Um, at a certain time at night, the sun will light up this waterfall, and it looks like lava falling over the cliffs of this place. Um, yeah, El Capitan literally rises from a river and goes pretty much straight up to 3,000 feet. Uh, my dad has been there, has shown me pictures, and, and obviously pictures never do this place justice. It is a place that really needs to be experienced in person. Um, yeah, I, I want to go to Yosemite. What can I say? Mm, mm, mm. I'm done. What's I yours? I, I'm. <laughs> You're working. It takes a second to, <laughs> to flip back over. Uh, it is the island of Maui. I'm back in Hawaii for um, some reason. Not a, not a horrible place to be. Uh, Hawaii, uh, Maui to be exact, was where uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer, who I don't know if you know who he was. He was a a guy who wrote books for Hay House Publishing. He was on PBS a lot. Um, He wrote a book called How to Live the Tao. Um, It was, he's a very interesting man. He had a house on this island. Okay. I got to visit this island when he moved there. I met him there. Uh, this was probably 1997, 98. Really? Um, and I was like, okay, that's cool. Uh, whatever. Uh, anyways, this island is not commercialized like the others. Uh, it there's there are there are some commercial areas there are some commercial resorts uh but they're all really kind of um drawn down Mm -hmm. Uh, you don't have the commercial areas on maui that's kind of why that made it up higher than oahu i i i'm into the let's just go relax and in relation, where is Kauai uh, in relationship to Maui? Kauai is north, northwest. Okay. It's it's closer to, or it's heading towards Oahu. Okay, gotcha. That, Todd Rundgren lives there. That's why I'm just asking that question. So, gotcha, gotcha. Already then, already. Uh, fuck, are we up to number, number three. three? Okay. Got to share that with you if you give me a moment. Share. The Great Wall of China. 
10,051 wall sections, 1,764 ramparts or trenches, 29,500 individual buildings, and 2,211 fortifications or passes. The walls and trenches spanning a total length of one of 13,170 miles. It's just one of those bucket list things that I want to go see before I die. All righty. I, uh, uh, for some reason, China's not on my list. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's about it. Um, I mean, I, I guess some, you know, maybe a couple major cities, but it's just so kind of fucked up at the moment. I, yeah. It's always yeah. been kind of one of those, like, ah, I'd love to go see it, but I'm not sure I want to go there kind of places. But yeah, yeah. if I, yeah, I want to see the Great Wall. Okay. Well, there's okay. It is one of the what seven wonders of the world. Yeah, I mean they they say you can see it from space. Nobody from space has ever said they can, but yeah, yeah. My next. Can can you guess where that is? Uh, well, it has the name on there, so yes, I can. It looks like Germany. Oh. Yes. Oh, yes. But this is a special place in Germany. I, I want to go to all of Germany. The picture that I'm showing is the um, main drag in Berchtesgarten. And this might screw up the next section we're going to do. It's not because the next section that we're going to do has a place that's very close to here. On All mine, right. which is probably the same place that you would like to go to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, my thing about about Germany is uh, I am a huge history buff, and World War II. <laughs> World War II actually forced my grandparents to leave Poland. No. Oh, wow. Um. It was actually not World War II. It was just before war. It was in between yeah. World War One and World War Two that okay. that my my family or my mother's side of the family left England, uh, so or left Germany, okay. Poland. Poland is where they were at. Yes. So, um, World War Two history, World War One history. That that's all very very big to me, and Berchtesgaden is a very big part of German history. Uh, Hamelberg, uh, Berlin, all of these places are massively huge in my bucket list of things that I would like to go and see. It looks, it, it really does look gorgeous. I mean, I, I I would go there also. I mean, I would I would go to the 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 Berlin Wall for that matter but i mean i there are many places in germany that i would love to visit yes on that note i'm out of here it's up to you okay number Mine, uh, number 2 yes man we're rolling through this shit all right must share again uh, i'm waiting on you 
Boom. The Giza pyramids in Egypt. Now, I think you mentioned this once before, that Egypt was someplace that you really wanted to go. I do. I, 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 back in, I don't know, seventh or eighth grade, we, I had an entire history, an entire year of history class that was just devoted to Egypt. So I learned a lot about the pharaohs and, and, and the, all these different places and uh and, and of course you know indiana jones the first movie take you know half of it takes place right in cairo which is right across the river from the great pyramids um yeah the the largest pyramids built in ancient egypt ever um yeah I, you know uh, this listed as one of the seven wonders of the world uh and by far one of the oldest ancient wonders and the only one still standing in existence today now, these were completed now okay let's let's get this we live in the year 2022 mm -hmm. these were completed in the year 2560 bc so that is 2020 plus 2560, what, 40, 48,000 years ago? I mean, damn. You mean 4,800 years yeah. ago? Yeah, that's right. 4,800, uh. yeah, whatever. You know, the, the Great Pyramid stands at, and I'm sorry, I don't have the feet measurement, 147 meters. So that's 400 feet tall took over 20 years to build. It was meant to be the tallest man-made structure in the world and was for about 3,800 years. Uh, it was only outdone by the Lincoln Cathedral in the 1300s. God. So, yeah. I, I, yeah. That's some history that you, you can't get in this country, obviously. Man, I just, yeah, I want to go out. I know it'd be hot as balls and it would be miserable. And I would still go out there and just, you know, geek out completely. And I, Kristen said it wasn't that bad. Really? Yeah. She, she did say that they nickel and dimed her for everything. Uh, yeah, could, I'm sure. Yeah. If you're American, you're going to get boned. You couldn't like take photos of anything without having to pay for it. Uh, but she was offered 5,000 camels <laughs> to become a harem <laughs> wife. Scott's next, number two, is Wales, England. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm down with that one. My family lineage... Uh, uh, the the majority of what I am is Welsh, okay. so this is very important to me to go and see this before I I croak, uh, to, to kind of see where where I'm from. I mean, that's why I want I want this. I want Germany. I want Poland, and I want Ireland, 
so that I can see all the places that, that my previous family has lived. And then once uh, you've gotten frozen to the bone, you want to go down to the Caribbean and stay the rest of your life. Exactly. Yes. Well, I, I, I get it. I get it. Trust yeah. me. I get it. Yeah. I, there, there would be a boat involved as well. So, <laughs> um, Wales is in the Southern part of England and consists of, uh, what what is that big town? Come on, mm, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It's where the Bristol Channel is. Come on, Scott, you've got to remember this because it is where Cardiff. There we go. Oh yes. Uh, I, I I was sitting here going. There was a there was a TV show, British TV show that came out that's kind of related to. Um, uh, Doctor Who, and it was called Torchwood. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And Torchwood's offices were in downtown Cardiff. Oh, nice. Which, and then, of course, you know, in the Americas, there is a city in California named Cardiff after Cardiff in England. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Uh, that is my number two, guys. That looks like a gorgeous place, too. Yeah. Uh what is uh, so we're up to our number ones number ones yeah i'm going to share a screen with you again so be prepared i'm living for it here it comes the bamboo forest in japan holy crap look at those that's awesome the sagano bamboo forest uh, natural forest of bamboo in Arash arashima kyoto japan um consists mostly of moso bamboo and several pathways for tourists and visitors uh, ministry of environment considers it a part of the soundscape of japan it's actually it basically on their national registry of, of places just for the sound that it makes um it's one of the most photographed forests in the entire world um, around the 8th century, the, the Japanese aristocrats began vacationing in natural environments. Um, the, the stalks there have attracted visitors from all over Japan. It covers about uh, 3,950 acres. And it is it, it was at one point one of my phone screensavers. Um, my nephews, those little bastards, have gone there. <laughs> I, 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 the, 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 my nephews not only have a heavy metal band, but they have both gone to Japan. They they did the cheapo stay in hostels uh, and, and visited everywhere. And they're, they're, dude, if you, I have to share pictures of some time with you of their cars. They both have Mustangs. They're both covered with anime girls. It's almost embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> They're weebs. That's killing me. Um, very interesting place. In uh, uh, all of Japan. I mean, that, honestly, I could spend a year in Japan and visit hot springs and uh, yeah, there's just so much stuff to see in Japan that I, I, w I would spend a year or two there easily. Uh, I, I will honestly say I, I 
almost took orders in the Navy to go uh, mm. and, and be stationed in Yakuska. Mm. I would have done it in a heartbeat, but um, but I didn't get those orders. Oh, sad. All right. My number one is a little bit closer to home. Okay. Not really. It's in Ireland. <laughs> this Dublin. might show up on another list of mine. I'm just saying. <laughs> Dublin, Ireland. Uh, uh, the the picture that is is showing right now to Burke is um is the Guinness factory. The Guinness Brewery. Uh I yeah. The I, homeland. Mother's milk. There are several places in Ireland that I want to go. But the Guinness Brewery is number one on my list. Yeah, I can see uh, that. I, I do want to go. There is a town in Ireland called Inniskillen, uh, which back in 1984, was it or 86 i can't remember this uh it was somewhere in the late 80s uh the ira did a huge bombing of a remembrance Ooh. day Ooh. parade and it um i don't know i i, I yeah i kind of want to go there to not reminisce and in, in a bombing but to no but to, to acknowledge it yeah and experience it it's, it's kind of like going to Ground Zero, New York. It's not like you want to remember it, but you want to you want to yeah. honor it. I, I definitely want to honor the the ex military, the veterans that died um, in that event. I mean, yeah. Anyways, uh, to take the somber out of this, there is other things in Ireland which are. Um, which are high up on my list. And, and we're going to talk about them uh, here in the next section, just so you know. Um, and guess what? We just completed a section. Thank God. In like <laughs> in like a half an hour. Yeah. Um, this was the short one. The next one's going to be a little bit longer. This is going to be a long. This might be a three-parter. Just warning y'all, it might be a three-parter. It, it might and turn we, out to be. Yeah, and we, and we yeah, forgive us because yeah, we're such horrible people. No, uh, don't forgive us. <laughs> do you need to? Uh... Yes, yes, I do. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to take uh... another break. Wait, wait. Uh, I, I'm uh... sorry. I, I went. I went to something that that I don't have to fight copyright laws with. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a little break here, guys. We will be right back. <laughs> See you soon. Hey, make sure that you check back soon for part two of this podcast. On behalf of Burke, Scott, and the rest of the cast at the Davis and Davis Show, we'd like to thank you for listening, and we hope you return next week. Remember, we're not a law firm, and we just don't care.
At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.